because this is a new norm, right? Mm-hmm. Like this has become a, you know, we're living in a particularly historic time. And any time there is some type of depression or some type of influenza or whatever, a plague, it's going to always bring out the scammers and um, the, I guess the, the pathologies of man, mm-hmm. right? I would think the, the best defense in this case is awareness. That was Ronnie Allen, founder of Be Elite Fitness, and he is our special guest in this week's episode. This is episode number 212 of the Life, Strength, and Health podcast. I'm Kim, and I'm joined with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. And uh, peace and blessings. Yes, and thank you for joining us this week. In this episode, as I mentioned, we'll be interviewing Ronnie Allen of Be Elite Fitness. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the necessity for self-defense and fitness, especially during these days and times. Yes, I I enjoyed this episode because we got a chance to speak about health from a different perspective. And it was more from a self-defense perspective, because uh, if we look at health holistically, your awareness, your awareness is a part of health. Right. Because the more in tune you are with your body, with the more in tune you are with your thoughts, your surroundings, uh, your situation, the climate, the more in tune you are with those things, the better your health is, the better your health from a, a life perspective is. And we got a chance to get into those things. And and to be honest with you, when we uh, started the conversation, that wasn't even the, the direction that I wanted to go. So it was very organic in the direction that it took about being like mindful in the climate that we're in. And I thought it was important to talk about that. Yeah, definitely. And before we dive into the episode, um, Ronnie has offered some free gifts to all of our listeners. So make sure to stick you know, around to the end. Um, we're going to make an announcement of what that special gift is. And we're also listed on the show notes page for this episode, which is lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 212. I'll list everything that we mentioned in this episode and that special gift that Ronnie is going to be sharing with all of you. So before we dive into the interview, I just want to read a little bit about Ronnie. Ronnie Allen is the founder of Be Elite Fitness. He is an enthusiastic physical fitness professional from Brooklyn, New York. In addition to more than 10 years of personal fitness regimen training, Allen boasts an impressive 24-year martial arts background. Ronnie is currently a blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu under Dan Colville. He trained in tough TUF level one under Haroon Niket. Ronnie also performed as a stunt extra in the Batman film, The Dark Knight Rises. He is an avid boxing and MMA fan and is a lover of sports in general. And for his full bio, just go to the show notes page at lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 212. So without further ado, let's dive into the interview. And we're going to try to do these webinars more often, at least once a week. 
I'm going to try to get someone uh, on the show or have a discussion on some area that can can help you. Right. We already know the basics. We already know the, you know, the washing the hands and, you know, take the vitamin C and all of that good stuff. Like we know that already. So hopefully you're doing those things. But uh, there are other challenges that that we're having that we need to to capitalize on. Right. So that's why I want to get into uh, this particular topic today. Uh, with our, our special guest, uh, Ronnie Allen. I'm going to uh, to bring him on. Ronnie, are you there? We'll give uh, Ronnie a second to unmute and jump on. Peace. I'm here. Good, good, good. Hang on for a second. Let me dismiss these questions here. So thanks for joining us, Ronnie. Thanks I definitely. Yeah, I wanted to get you on, man. Um, I know that, uh, you know, we... We talk about fitness um, all the time, and I think it's good to bring other experts on to share their their expertise. Um, you know, been taking a, a few of your classes that I'm loving, so wanted to be able to to share that uh, with our clients, with our with our audience, and and just talk about uh, fitness um, because a lot of things are, are changing uh, in the industry. And um, I think it's a good time to to talk about it. So, uh, Ronnie, if you will, why don't you just kind of tell a little bit uh, about yourself and, and what made you get into the fitness industry as well as uh, martial arts? He's a very accomplished martial artist. So, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. OK, um, I guess I go short story. Yeah, uh, go short story. Um how I got into martial arts, it was just funny. I I basically found a flyer, right? And that flyer was for a karate class out of my high school when I was in Trenton, New Jersey. And I just went there. And, you know, like my parents was like Aggie. They didn't want me to sign up. So I just like got the $20 and that paid for the gi and then um i had a crazy mouth i guess i was a really slick talking kid and i had to do like a hundred push-ups before class started every class started and um i guess that helped improve my fitness because <laughs> then i had to yeah. do the workout um or that or the push-ups where you know i had to do 50 to 100 in the middle of the class while everybody kicked you in the stomach, like old school stuff like that. Cause mm. I, my mouth was, my mouth was real atrocious, but you know that, I guess that was the Brooklyn in me coming out <laughs> in a small town. Um, so that's pretty much how karate started. So everything started with, with karate, Goju Ru karate. Um, a very special shout out to Sensei Ismail Dell, um, James, Thor Thornton, Grandmaster James Thor Thornton, and everybody of USA Goju Rule. Um, and a very honorable rest in peace to Peter Urban, who brought that over from Japan to America. Um, an Italian brother, I believe, to a lot of black brothers. So big shout out to Peter Urban and that, just that whole squad. Sensei Raphael and everybody from back then and all the um, and all the different schools of um, karate that I had the opportunity to compete against 
as a younger man. Um, it was just an honor. So that's that's pretty much how the martial arts started. And then I went on to train with, uh, to do seminars with Sifu Dan Asanto and Jeet Kune Do Concepts, as he calls it, um, seminars and instructional things with um, Grandmaster Ronald Duncan, who brought ninjutsu to America mm-hmm. way before um, Stephen Hayes and them. Um, so got the, he's the one who dislocated my arm, short story. (laughs) (laughs) We popped it back in and I kept it training. Um, so rest in peace to him. He passed away a few years ago, but he had the roughest hands I've ever felt like. It felt like he like peeled skin off of you when he touched you with his hands. (laughs) He was really big in doing like this, um, fire technique and rice grabbing technique. Um, back then, and so I went on to work train with them. Um, I had friends who boxed. And so I was always like sparring with them. So they showed me a lot of boxing take. When I mean I had friends who boxed, they had like amateur careers of like, I would say at that time, maybe like 30, 40 fights. Um, especially big shout out to my man, um, Felix Santiago from East New York. Um, and everybody from Gleason's gym that used to train him. Um, as he, sh- he showed me a lot of things and, um, we've been in situations together and, um, I'm just glad he was a, a good friend and brother of mine. And so went on to then train with, um, David Kahn, who was the U S chief instructor of Israeli Krav Maga, one of the best instructors I've ever been trained under, um, he really put me in a good positions to work with like Marines and Navy SEALs and Green Berets and really train on like the military aspect of combat. Mm-hmm. And um, I became one of his instructors, I believe in like 2012 or something like that. So I've been rocking with IKMA for a long time and also a very special shout out to um, Egal and um, Grandmaster Hayim Gidon over in Israel. Mm-hmm. So I've been with them, been doing that, and um, just a whole host of other different martial arts from a screamer. Um, big shout out to um, Tony Ortiz for spending like five or six years training me in that. Um, New York is screamer. Check him out. He's an incredible instructor. Um to currently doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu under Dan Koval, who's, um, he's just, I would just say he's just a, a dope guy and a gorilla of a martial artist, you know. Um, shout out to him. So it's an honor to be training directly underneath him. And am I missing anyone? Because I have like a big history. Oh, oh yeah. Um, a few people, but one in particular, Shout out to um, Haru Nucket and everybody in the um, tactical and beating fighting tough, tough system. Um, it's hard, but it's fear. So mm-hmm. I've been having a, a great time with them, <laughs> you know, becoming punch proof and things <laughs> like that. So um, that's pretty much my martial arts background. I just, I wanted to give lineage to let people know that um, it's not like I'm just pulling these things out of my hat. I'm actually yeah. really trained from like a strong bloodline. 
mm-hmm. and my lineage is solid. And so I just always want to applaud the men that um, took a liking to me, you know, so I'm really just humbled by that. Yeah. So let's want. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you a question real quick before you get into the um, the other side of of fitness, uh, just with your 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 fighting um, training, right? Right now, you know, we're looking at a, a real serious crisis, and uh, w- one of the things that uh, this crisis has uh, exposed, as as all crises do, just like many many weaknesses uh, within the system. Um, and it, it, it just exposes like how, how crazy it can get and how crazy, uh, people can be right. Um, like just from, you know, just doing uh, really weird things like buying up all of the, the toilet paper, um, you know, things like that too. Um, you know, we have, we actually received, um, at the office, uh, for Plainfield, uh, South Plainfield, we had, we got a call from the, um, the, they do like a recorded call from, I guess the, either the mayor's office or the police office or something like that. And we got a call just saying that like, if, uh, you know, someone comes by saying that, you know, they're from, uh, the CDC and, uh, they're, they're saying that they're coming in and that they need to test your home for, um, they need to test your home to see if, if it's, if you have the active virus in your home, you know, or, or we're giving out free masks, we're going to come in and try these things on, you know, and saying like, don't, uh, don't let these, these people in, those aren't agents, call the police right away, or they're putting uh, some type of sleep agents in the mask. And when you try them mm-hmm. on, you get unconscious and they, and they rob you. So, uh, th- you know, this crisis is re- very real and it's pulling out uh, the worst. And a lot of people, uh, obviously, it's pulling out the best in a lot of people, but in some people, it's actually pulling out the worst, right? Mm-hmm. So, so beyond fitness, like how, how important do you think it is like during, the, during these times uh, to, to really um, know uh, some level of, of, of fighting, combat training, martial arts and things like that? Like how important do you think it is for the average person to have some basic skill in how to defend themselves in crisis situations? I, I think dealing with because this is a new norm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like this has become a, you know, we're living in a particularly historic time and any time there is some type of depression or some type of influenza or whatever, a plague, it's going to always bring out the scammers and um, the, I guess the, the pathologies of man. Mm-hmm. Right. I would think the, the best defense in this case, is awareness, right? If something doesn't sound right, it probably isn't right. Because when mm-hmm. have you heard the CDC giving, When what in America gives anything away for free, <laughs> first off? Um, so that would just be weird in of itself. Mm-hmm. I think, um, but if I had to put, sometimes we have to take a step back. So when you're thinking about defense, it's one thing to have defense against attack, but what we're dealing with here is defense against a particular situation, like a cunning, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes you have, I would suggest people 
people got an option to not think like I don't sit around and think of myself like, oh, I'm a good honorable person and I have these disciplines and blah, 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 which is great to have. Mm-hmm. Right. Which we should all strive to be like Renaissance people. But at the end of the day, I always take a step back and see through the eyes of the criminal. Right. See through the eyes of somebody in that lower state of being. And then I think if you think like that, then you can pretty much prepare your home for what is needed because everybody living situation is different. Right. Mm-hmm. So you might be you might have to realize like, OK, I got to go down these steps and then go through this door and then go through another door just to get into my spot. How much time does that take? Should I keep my keys in my hand? And I'm not talking about like the stuff you see in the movies where, you know, you got a key in every hand. You Mm kind of want to keep your keys in the palm, like you palm your keys so you can slap the person. You know what I mean? Because keeping keys in between your fingers, they're kind of going to like flex in and they're going to cut the, you know, the rim part of your fingers. Like a lot of people who's never been in a situation, they do that type of thing. When you take one key, you lose it like a knife and you would aim it at, you know, soft points on the individual, right? If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or, you, or you take it, if you have a lot of keys, take it, throw it in their face, and then you just try to escape or what have you. Um, so it's just about learning those smaller things, maybe investing in like a, um, a tactical pen, something you can carry all the time that... And, you know, you just always, whatever weapon you want to deploy, you always keep it in the same place. And so you always, even at the end of the day, if you don't use it, like I know a lot of people always say, oh, pepper spray or tasers, but that's something that people rarely carry or something mm-hmm. that, like, if you think about women, they keep it at the bottom of their purse. So mm-hmm. it becomes inoperable anyway, when they could have just been running instead of reaching for it, right? But whereas like a tactical pen where you can just keep it on your person your jean pocket and your jacket. Um, I would say start there, but everything just begins with awareness and having an understanding of your environment, right? And understanding like, I think like, do I think like one of those people will come to you or would they come to your wife first, right? Mm -hmm. Like if they're watching your business, they probably want to go when your wife is there predominant, you know, predominantly. Or Mm -hmm. I think about like, single parents right like are you gonna like i have a roommate ex-boxer right and then there's me are you going in there with those two maniacs are you trying to invade that home or are you gonna go across the hallway to the lady with the with the four-year-old and she lives by herself Mm -hmm. you know so i think awareness of kind of what you're dealing not being lax in any situation but just having awareness what is more likely to happen is probably the first key of self-defense, but everybody, and I do believe everybody should train in one of the, um, I would call it one of the definitive martial arts. Mm -hmm. Definitive meaning like um, you have to have force on force, contact with contact to see if it works, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Don't get me wrong, I'm a fan of all martial arts. So Mm -hmm. whether if you want to, roll around like a monkey or act like a chicken or play drunk or, you know, do, you know, like Tai Chi, you want to master all the, all the chakras throughout your body when you Mm -hmm. move. I am fine with that. Right. 
because all the internal stuff is really cool and all the animal stuff is really beautiful. I'm actually a really big fan of it. But definitive meaning you need something like a boxing, a Muay Thai, um, some like mili- like some Krav Maga tactics for your mm-hmm. awareness and situational things like somebody pull out a knife, a chair, a gun, bat, somebody's drowning you. So they deal with stuff like this. You need to tackle a dog, take out a sentry. So that's kind of what that system handles, right? Um, or you need like, I, I would just say like, if I was a woman, if I had to prescribe things to like anybody, especially mm-hmm. to like women, it would be jujitsu and boxing. Because nine times out of these 10, a man is always trying to grapple her to the ground or take her to the ground or pull or tuck her somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it will teach her, male or female though, it teaches you to be completely uncomfortable with somebody sweating and breathing heavy on you, right? And that's the that's normally what causes fear. Like what brings most people fear to quit is because they haven't put themselves in a bad enough situation. Right. So they panic. And then once you panic, your brain is trying to draw on something to keep you um, to keep you going. It's mm-hmm. like um, if you run, say if somebody was stabbed and you patched the stabbing and you're going to tell them mentally, you're going to be OK. I'm here for you. Just keep breathing. Just right. Instead mm-hmm. of telling them the opposite, like if you I guess if you wanted to kill somebody, you would tell them the opposite. Mm-hmm. You're going to die. There's nowhere to go because now the brain is going like, oh, my God, I got to shut down. And where the other way is, the brain will be going like, OK, we got this. This person's here. So I think um, that's really like the downfall of everyone, just not putting yourself in enough bad situations. So I think or tense situations where your adrenaline is dumping, right? So I think everybody should box and do like jujitsu. And if you want like um, some tactical stuff, definitely do something like a Krav Maga. Mm-hmm. Just add one into it. And then I feel like once you get those basics, even if you just spent, I'm going to be honest with you, if you spent one year in jujitsu and somebody has never gone to the ground before, never met a person that knew any groundwork and they take you to the ground, you're going to maul them to death. Mm-hmm. You're going to physically maul them to death. I don't care if you're a 115-pound woman and this guy's like 205 pounds. If you really put in the work, you will maul that 205-pound man to death. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you're going to get bumps and bruises, but by the time you get done with him, you're going to break his arm or you're going to choke him out and make him pee, pee himself, period. I think period. you're bringing I think you're bringing up a good point that, you know, a lot of people are not trained. So you're just so so basically, if I could summarize what you're saying Mm -hmm. to have to 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 have some training, you're already ahead of the game and you're 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 creating an advantage for yourself to have some some levels of balanced training. Right. Absolutely. And just your confidence, Mm -hmm. like people can feel when somebody kind of knows something. Mm-hmm. Right, like you can feel it, or if they have something on them, it's mm-hmm. even one of two things. A person is either going to be really confident, right, because they're just a confident person, or they're confident because they have something to back that confidence, whether money, prestige, or whatever, or they're confident because they can 
overpower an individual so they can always tell their truth, right? Like they never have to lie because they can defend their truth or they have something on them, an equalizer to help them defend it, mm-hmm. right? And people, and people can always sense that. You can always yeah. sense it. Like you've been around military people and I'm not talking about, you know, shout out to everybody in the military, even the paper pushers, right? But you've been around military people who really were like in the trenches of it. Mm-hmm. You, they have a different aura. Mm-hmm. Like that whole ambiance, you're like, whoa, mm-hmm. this guy's different. You know, yeah. when you've been around somebody who's like competed in like a particular martial arts at like world class level or like boxing at world class level, something like was really definitive, you can feel it. Like you just feel it on them. Yeah. And they be they can be so humble and you just like people kind of know, like, yeah, I gotta be cool over it. Or this is gonna be a very long night for me. I'm yeah. not saying people aren't going to be crazy and test you. I'm just right. saying, like, but, but you, 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 yeah. a criminal wants an easy path. And they don't want, they want the person that, the person that put their head in the sand. They don't want the person who's like licking their lips, like, okay, let's, right. let's dance. You know, yeah. like, it's a tougher thing. So I think some type of training, like, even if you just were doing seminars, right. like, every two months, you just do, like, um, a self-defense seminar a different self-defense, then that mm-hmm. way, you know, you get in some, some tactics for your brain to rely on if you are in a bad situation. So you mm-hmm. kind of just can't, you know, automate it with your adrenaline. You'll be like five, 10 times stronger, et cetera. And then it'll go with your physical capabilities, right? Because everything is tapped, you know, technique, accuracy, power, then speed, because mm-hmm. technique never dies. Yeah. You know, accuracy never fails power and speed will diminish but you can still be strong and powerful but your speed is like the first thing to go with every human being but if you got good technique and you're accurate in your technique you can you can beat a lot of people in all ages you know at all ages at all stages of your age for sure yeah I'll, i i want to make a quick comment um someone someone posted that um as a single mom i have trained and know how to protect myself, what advice would you give if her child is in danger and she has the possibility of freezing? No, how to, no matter how much training you have, sometimes the fear counters the adrenaline. Yeah, um, that's more individual, right? So I guess if you're dealing with a smaller child, you want to teach them how to, I would just say, um, interlock their self onto the person's legs and scream, right? Because it's hard for a person to deadlift, even a child off of their legs. So it's like a particular technique you teach them to cross. Like if anything, if they're being grabbed, they grab one one leg with their arms and they wrap their other leg, then they wrap the other leg with their legs, like a real tight rope and they'll mm-hmm. try to stiffen out. And it's really hard for the person trying to snatch them to move because then you're just looking crazy in the street. Mm-hmm. Right. Because now they have to because you got to think about you're in a deadlift position, like a four squat position. You're trying to lift this child into the van or whatever. And you can't really move. Right. Because they got you like a web design. So you can always teach that to a child in that technique. So maybe that's something they can fall back on. Or you got to just teach them to scream, yell, bite, run and just, you know, break out of it somewhere, right. somehow. But I think to stop freezing. I'm not saying that I wouldn't freeze. I just, I just think like I've been in enough situations whereas the freeze would be shorter. So mm-hmm. if that's the case, then you have to start putting, 
that child in situations where like you take that plastic knife and while they're eating, you put it on them and be like, now what would you do? Like you, you, you might have to be, you might deal with a situation where you just have to be a little bit more um, defined in your approach with yeah. that child. Because practice is what really what makes perfect. So you might not be able to depend on their heart because they might be a good per Like we have people who are really just good hearty and they don't want to be in these situations, right? But as you know, like violence is no respecter of anyone. Violence is just violence. Harm is harm. So I think if you can judge, you might have to really start defining how you train them. Mm-hmm. Maybe even just barging in their room and making them run around the block or something like on a Saturday or Sunday, like getting their heart up and, and just teaching them to perform under dis- duress mm-hmm. a little bit. And, I, and I'm not saying you go crazy like every yeah. single day, but you might want to do it like once or twice a month just to keep them up. Like just yeah, sporadic moments. Yeah. Those moments, you know, yeah. like, cause, cause that's how it is. It's not going to be, they're not going to face that every day. It's mm-hmm. only going to be like that moment. So mm-hmm. You can set it up like twice a month and just help them systematically begin to break that um that threshold that they have down. And, and, and what what I'll add to that, and you 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 tell me what you think, um, Ronnie. Um, when you when you recreate real life crisis situations the right way, your mind can't differentiate between real and unreal so it will treat it like it's real like you will have those real life responses and and that like putting yourself in those moments like when it actually happens um you'll automatically kind of kick into that that muscle memory of how you handle uh these situations because you've been in them before as opposed to just like maybe learning to fight but not testing yourself and putting yourself like putting your your child in uh, a crisis situations even though it's a drill but putting them in these situations where they're going to actually feel the heat or putting yourself in a situation where you're going to feel the heat like that's how you you build that muscle memory and you train the mind to to react a certain way when it's in those situations would you agree with that 110 percent, i agree with that i think like if you if you haven't sparred, unless just say you've been training, but you haven't sparred in like a year, ten years, twenty years, you got to really think: Is your martial arts effective? Mm-hmm. Right? Like you, because sparring is really, and I'm not saying you got to spar like you're trying to compete, you know, for like a world title. But nah, if, if you can at least like once or four times a month, just get in there, get in a box and then put some gloves on, do like three or four rounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good solid rounds. And you can just keep it at 50%. I think that's better than just laying back on your laurels, acting like, oh, I'll never get hit because I know these top secret techniques. Right. It's all cr- that's crazy talk. Yeah. You know, and, and granted, you might, you know, hey, the ultimate goal, right? If something happens, is to look so movie esque, yeah, and be look so dangerous that other people go, oh man, because you know that's the human ego, right? You'd be like, oh man, da 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 da. But at the end of the day, you know, fighting is probably going to get ugly. You might have to stick your thumb in somebody's eye. You might right. have to grab somebody by the balls, twist and pull until you hear like a juice noise. Like it's just, 
Mm-hmm. It's just combat at that point. But yeah. to to prepare your child, like if you're worried about a home invader, then sometimes you teach them what to do if that was to happen. Maybe like, oh, the bat's going to be over here. Mm-hmm. So they know they got to get to that bat. Or, hey, you have this tactical pen here that I don't care if you're tired, you lay it on that, you lay it underneath the pillow you don't use. Whatever you need to teach them. And then sometimes you just drill it. You just yeah. barge into the room. You know what I mean? You just see how they respond and then give them a moment to fight off. And, you know, like like that. Because if, if, every parent or every individual has certain fears. So it's like you have a fear of your house catching on fire and your child lives on the third floor. Maybe as a parent, you want one of those folding ladders that you open a window and then the ladder comes down. So right. if anything, they, they only have to drop one one story. And that one story is just a sprained ankle at worst. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to really, you, that's what I mean. Like defense is always going to be um, by the other's awareness of their situation. Right. Right. So whatever your fears are, you kind of should drill that. And then um, drill it, meaning like you teach it well, you teach it well again, you teach it well again, you teach it well again. And then here comes the surprises. And just to see if they got it. And you just do it sporadically. And you can make a game out of it, right? Like, you don't got to be all, like, crazy. Not really, right. you know. Like, yeah, but just preparing them, yeah, to get Just preparing them. Like, like yeah. do you know, like, even down to the fact, like, okay, like your office in, in Plainsville, do you have a procedure if a crazy shooter mm-hmm. walked in there? Like, mm-hmm. we have, because we deal with that now, right? right. Like, how, how are we responding how like do we handle ourselves? I, yeah. how, exactly. Like I mm-hmm. think about like, I work in the fitness industry, like I'm an independent trainer and I work at a particular gym in Midtown. Shout out to independent training spot, Mark and everybody, by the way. But how would I respond if an active shooter just walked in there and just started dumping? And it's yeah. always like 12 people in there at one time. But how are we going to respond to that though? Right. You know, like, so it's always questions in this world, but I I do think you have to have a mind for it. Like everything starts in the mind. Like if you're just oblivious to certain things, you kind of setting yourself up, especially in these times where um, we don't know how long people are going to have unemployment. We don't even know if people are going to have jobs to go back to. Yeah. So with, when there's no money, you see the real bully come out in people. Mm-hmm. So like, even just now, like I would just say, do simple things now. So if you're still working, take a different route home. Um, if, meaning like if you're going into the office, right? Take a different route home. Find out like two or three different routes to take home. That way you can always know if somebody's following you. Because mm-hmm. you never know the the hearts of men. So I would say if somebody knows you're a single woman, single man, you live at home, you're still working, you're still making money, they've been watching you, still live your life, and they're not able to do that, it brings out the the hyena in folks, I would just call it, though. And yeah, so I would just say, just start with that. And I, I just think that, you know, I know that it seems like, it, it could seem like a bit much, but it's always going to be some some new crisis. And the more that that you're prepared for it, the better. So, you know, it might seem like a lot to, you know, to uh, introduce these things and to train your children in these ways. But like, these are the times that we're in. Like, 
this is very real, you know, crises happen and people do run into places with guns. Like we hear about it all the time, right? So what makes your space any different than anyone else's, right? So we just need to to be prepared. So, you know, I just wanted to take take that moment to talk about that a little bit, being that like you're trained in this. Um, someone oh, real did, quick, man, yeah. too, real quick. And, mm-hmm. you know, it all started with my pops. Mm-hmm. Right. My pops, Ronnie Allen. Um, he had we had a password. Like when I started grade school, mm-hmm. he, he gave me a password. My first day of school, he said, this is the password. You do not go with anybody who don't have this password. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and he was up to like, you promised me that. Like he made me like, prom- you know, like old school, like promise. Look, your yeah. eyes, grab your hands. All right, pops. Cool. And I just remember and that kind of like always led me to be aware. Yeah. Right. Like it was weird, but I was, you know, I didn't really understand. Cause what are you like five years old? Mm. And um, he's like, yo, if a person don't know the password, he was on that. Even when I was in high school. Yeah. Like he'll be like, yo, I ain't send nobody for you. If they don't know the password, mm-hmm. and he'll drill the password. Like we'll be yeah. driving in a car. Right. And he'll be like, boom. So it, it, I, I guess it started from that. And then, you know, like my uncle being a paratrooper in Vietnam. But I, I'm going to give a good shout out to my pops. I it just I just thought about that when we was talking. Yeah. Like we, it just made me reminisce real quick. We had a, um, I, I remember growing up, we had a password as well that uh, that we had to use. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a lot of power in that. And these are some good tips, especially with people with uh, with children. And uh, someone had a a, a question and comment um they just said do you think that your training aided you in making judgment calls that help with uh like things that you know we're we're dealing with uh you know in this crisis as well as just other crises it's just made me calm Mm -hmm. right from always being under pressure it's just made me calm i don't think it has changed any and everything i just know what i can do and how I can do it. So I just prepared on a different level, right? Like I always tell people, if you don't have a bug out bag, you need a travel bug out bag. Something that you always would have like a Swiss Army knife, a little like a lighter or, you know, a flashlight, Swiss Army knife, a mask, some type of um, mask, kind of like what we're wearing around now. Um, uh, some type of health bar, maybe two of them in a like a small bottle of Fiji water, like a yeah. like like that type of thing. And you can just put that in a fanny pack and carry right. it. So if you're on the train and the train breaks down or there's a blackout, you know for a fact you got this water and you can add like BCAA to that bottle. You know what I mean? So you can just swap it out as you need it. But those are like, you want to think always to go, especially like living in New York City. I always think about, man, I can be in anything. So you always keep those like small things. Like I would just say Swiss Army, flashlight, um, mask, a little CPR mask that you can get from like um, Red Cross Blue Shield if you did a CPR class, just in case you got to resuscitate somebody. They're light, easy to carry. And maybe just like some Band-Aids, some gauze, like just a, a small um, small Medicaid type of thing that you can just keep in a fanny pack. And you should pretty much travel with that, even if it's just in your car, yeah. right? Even if it's just, in, and that's easy stuff. That's like seven, eight items 
and it's not even going to weigh more than like three pounds. So I, I would just, it's just that. So and, and, that's how that helped. And, and to add on to that. Um, so one of the things you said was like being more calm. And I just want to say that even though he's applying this to, you know, uh, defense, that applies to anything. Like the more prepared you are, the calmer you're going to be, right? Like there are some people that they have, you know, months of food stored, right? So when this whole crisis went down and the and grocery stores were had no food at all, like they were very calm and relaxed when it came to food because they were totally prepared for for that. Like the last crisis that we had. Um, we had that hurricane, uh, you know, in, in New York, New Jersey, that hit us pretty bad. And there was a gas shortage, like people that had a full tank of gas going into the situation, like they were very calm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't matter what what the situation is, like the more prepared you are, the calmer and more relaxed you're going to be. And the less prepared you are, the more stressed you're going to be. So. I think the biggest takeaway of this segment is, you know, being being prepared, being prepared, like having some some fighting uh, under your belt, uh, just being as prepared as possible. And that is going to help you su- survive under these situations and help you to not be uh, as stressed as as other people uh, are. So um, moving into the uh the the next uh segment just like actually getting into uh to 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 fitness for for a bit i know that you have a fitness business and uh that you've you know been running for about 10 years now um how has how do you think that this world crisis has affected the fitness industry because one of the first things that um that they shut down were the gyms like that was like like first on the list, the gyms went down first, like before everything else, you know, and I know that was especially the people that actually worked out. Um, I know that was, you know, a tough blow, you know, I know it was hard for me because it wasn't so much the actual um, like equipment because, you know, you could work out outside of home, but it was just certain things like, you know, we were starting to heavily get into racquetball, you know, so now the rack, we, the racquetball courts is down. We was, you know, we was taking the yoga class there. We, you know, I was doing the sauna in the steam room and things like that. So that whole piece of, you know, what I was using for stress management and fitness was taken away. So I know it was tough and I know it was tough for a lot of people. Um, you know, what, how do you think it impacted the industry? What were some of the things that, that you were seeing when this whole thing first, first went down? Oh, the industry has been crushed. Yeah. You know, you go from, um, you go from making like $150 an hour to $200 an hour. Mm-hmm. Now you're doing a virtual training for like $40, $50 an hour mm-hmm. or a session or whatever. That's a big drop. Yeah. That's, that's huge. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think brick and mortar gyms are pretty much done. Like I was reading how Gold's Gym has officially filed for bankruptcy. So wow. I, I can see retro fitness that happening too. I can see that um, Planet Fitness that happening too. Yeah. I, I can see a couple of places just going down. I can see like jujitsu schools being shut down and boxing yeah. gyms being shut down. And because it's not like the government said, hey, due to the fact you can't run this business, 
your landlord can't put you out, right? right? So if, since that's not the case, I think a lot of brick and mortar gyms, you know, yeah. um, are definitely going down. I just feel kind of sad because I never got to go to Gold's Gym mm. out in the West Coast where Arnold mm-hmm. uh, and Luke mm. Rigno used to go. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. the, the Pump and Iron DVD, like I'm right. still like, yo, like I'm, I'm kind of heartbroken by that because I always wanted to lift those dirty sweaty bars that they did in pump and iron i just yeah. i've been out there but i never went to the gold's gym so i may not be able to go right so i was just kind of like damn just like as a a fitness enthusiast a fitness lover like somebody would go to their to their man to my brother dan's house and i would just sit sit on his floor and read mad fitness books all the time like <laughs> that was one of the spots like i wanted to etch that in like Yo, yeah the gold's gym with arnold schwarzenegger and them what um so i and think others. like the, yeah and others yeah, a lot others, of them, like, yeah. All, all, yeah all the greats all the bodybuilding greats male or female was in, in in that one yeah you know so it's um it's it's just it's it's like sad almost yeah. because now is the fitness industry is like it's like blowing up it's mm-hmm. like going up in smoke a lot mm-hmm. of the ways but and but then the trainers who really have like their certifications like myself and many others, right. That were really like skilled. It might not have had like 20,000 Instagram followers, mm-hmm. right. And stuff like that. But now you can see the so-called Instagram trainer, right. How, how like bad they are, mm-hmm. how not official they are because they have nothing to hide it. Under. Yeah. Now, because now all the trainers like myself, that really know how to program really have the background right might not have the social media magnetism now you have to compete against us and mm-hmm. and i look at their videos and i'm going like this oh man y'all toast y'all suffering mm-hmm. they're going to become public speakers or something next right like because that's over now like the veil is off so on one end it's sad that a lot of great brick and mortar old school places it, it might not mean anything to your listeners or viewers, but us in the industry, it means a lot to us to like step foot in those places, right? Um, pay homage to those places that inspired us. And But on the back end, it has offered such a great opportunity for dope trainers to really spread out across the world virtually. Yeah. Right, absolutely. And, and, and um, become more innovative now, like to take all this knowledge now, be super innovative, you know. Um, and that's why, like, I'm I'm really fortunate to be a part of the um, BFL League, Virtual yeah. Fitness League, mm-hmm. right? Like, right now, we're just at eight dope trainers. Everybody on our team, every everybody on the BFL team, has no less than six years of experience at what they do, mm-hmm. right? So it ain't no like, no newbies, no newcomers. Like everybody's really legit, and and just to have that ability, because the goal of every trainer, we always want to take on the big, the big gyms. You know your Equinoxes, your Crunches, or whatever. Yeah. You know your Reebok Sport, your LA Sport, your LA Fitnesses, and, and, and this latest money. <clears throat> This this levels the the <clears throat> excuse me this levels the playing field a bit oh, right this now is with, with this changed. yeah um I, I do want to say that you know like 
the, the gyms that you were talking about, like these big gyms, like if these big gyms <laughs> are closing down, you could imagine the smaller gyms that uh, are, that aren't going to make it as, as well. Oh, so, the mom and pop um, gym might be, might be yeah, finished. Yeah, might so be done. This, done. This, this leveling of the playing field is very real. Um, and, and what I'm seeing, um, and I want you to share, mm-hmm. like I'm seeing a sh- almost a shift in the people, in the consciousness of the people. There's this meme. There's a couple memes going around that I see where it was like, you know, life before Life before the quarantine, show people at home sitting around, lazy, playing video games, life during the quarantine, people out running, training, you know, doing things like that. That's one of the reasons why they had to close the parks down in Jersey, because they were packed, like people out there working out, training in the park, walking, running, you know what I mean? The the social distance wasn't there. So, you know, whatever the motivation is, right, whether it's I need to have a strong immune system. Them. I need to, you know, be fit. I what, what I need to get out because I'm bored. Whatever the case is, it seems like there has been a shift in the consciousness of people actually like looking for the things that that you're offering in in the professionals are are, are offering. Like, are you are you seeing that? Oh, absolutely. Because you got to realize, though, I see it two folds. Mm-hmm. People had to wake up in the morning, right? Because you couldn't put your nice suit on. Right, you couldn't put your nice dress on that hid your body. Mm-hmm. You had to wake up, look at yourself in those pajamas, and go like, "Damn, I really let myself go." Mm-hmm. Right, like because you couldn't hide your your truth and your busy. A lot of times, all of us, I guess, at some point, we always say we're busy, but now you're not that busy. So, mm-hmm. what else do you have to do? And right. then I think too just the media hysteria about, hey, this virus really kills unhealthy people. Mm-hmm, really right. messes with unhealthy people. So mm-hmm. now you're getting it two folds. Like, you're yeah. like, man, I'm not looking good for my spouse, or girlfriend, or boyfriend. And if I don't get this together, whatever this is, it's mm-hmm. taking me off this plane of existence. So right. I think it's a good, it was like a good one-two punch reality. And I think we're not going to go back to people being too sedative. Yeah. After this. So that's right. another thing, too. I think people I think the human genome, which is meant it's it's like I don't get a reward for not being mediocre. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's not like back in the day where like you will find a great wife if you could speak like two languages. and You knew about astronomy or something like that. You were just a real a well-rounded person that, that probably died in like the 1700s. <laughs> right because what, what meaning like when money took over like right. the industrial age yeah. so during the industrial age none of that began to matter like it wouldn't matter now if i was like you know i speak like three languages i can tell you about the sun moon and stars and mm-hmm. how to how gold is made a woman would be looking at you like what do you drive a benz or nah right like so it's a it's a different playing field mm-hmm. and um but now I think with this virus, the playing field is going to like, people have to be more conscious now of what they're taking into their body just mm-hmm. for basic survival because the human genome, even though most human beings want to live a C plus life, because we always have to realize mediocrity rule more than being advanced, mm-hmm. right? Or trying to advance. I bet now 
And you'll probably see a, a more elevated form. Like you're probably going to see like people going to become more vegans, um, mm-hmm. more raw vegan, more vegetarian. Um, a lot of people are going to give up a lot of sugar. I just think like a lot of industries are going to flux yeah. after this. Mm-hmm. Spe- you know, especially if there's a virus that's forcing you to be healthy. I think like the flux of things are definitely going to change. And that puts us in a good position, especially, you know, like with the virtual fitness league to address a lot of different things. Yeah. So with, with the team, the team that we have, the team that I'm a part of, really proud to be a part of this team. Like say we have um, Cody Stout. He has the boxing. We have Sonny. She has like the Kundalini yoga and uh, the yin and yang deep stretch flow type yoga class, right? Um, we have Bethel with the hit training. We have Amina with like the Soka core. So she she's bringing like certain cultural, like now you got like people in Korea listening to Soka music, working mm-hmm. out and mm-hmm. getting their core together. That's like world-class brand new. Yeah. You have um, Kojo with the, with the strength and conditioning and the agility drilling, you have Moses with the, with the bodybuilder, like, you know, like he's super ripped, like, he'll just take you to a whole nother level. You have, um, Kaiti with the comedic yoga. So a whole world of people get to actually find out what comedic yoga is. And like, yeah. kind of like where the ancient yogis stem from, how he shits from like East North Africa into India, like, they get to get the whole wave of history at one point with the good postural positions and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, so right. that's a, that's a blessing in and of itself. So now you, you get to teach people without getting, without beating them over the head with history. Right. But now they get to, they get to take something and add it in and then they can kind of forge it like, Oh, did this come from this? And they get to mix and blend it. So I think that's just a good humanized cultural way of doing things. And then you have like, myself taking doing like um fighting strength training which is like really dope conditioning mm-hmm. course um with strength and conditioning with agility adding in the martials adding in the krav maga and jiu-jitsu and then um the mantra meditation that i'm doing on friday which works the different um chakras so mm-hmm. we started with root and so i'll lead up to all the way to your crown every every week we're going to work with a different different chakra just to keep people balanced, keep people mentally safe and sharp mm-hmm. and emotionally intelligent. Right. And then like today we had, um, shadow boxing and stretching where we're going to teach you techniques. We're going to teach you to think how to, how, how number means something. Right. And then it will be tough, like 20 minutes, but then like the last 10, 15 minutes, we're just stretching and feeling good and just preparing for the day. So I think, yeah. We're, we're really hitting people with a lot of different options. And we have um, a kickboxing class coming. We have a, we have a few dancer classes coming, mm-hmm. African dance to Latin dance. So it's going to, you know, being part of the virtual fitness league, um, an individual really going to have like world-class trainers with no less than like six years of experience. I'm going on like 13 years of doing this. Yeah. You know, 13, 14 years. So it's it's just so world class. Like you're gonna be able to do one everything at one shot with like somebody that's really, really legit and somebody that's actually worked in some of the biggest um the bigger gyms. 
You right. Know, like, like, like your equinox. Like we were, a lot of us were at equinox. A lot of us was at those really high end La, what's that? La Palestra type gyms. So mm-hmm. it's, um, it's, it's just really cool to be a part of such a dope team of people. Yeah. I think that, um, I think that's great. And a lot of people, you know, they may have, you know, from time to time, maybe watched a video, uh, but w- like watching a video um, on online or, uh, you know, on TV is not the same as working with a professional on online. It's a completely uh, different type of experience. And uh, I think it's definitely something worth uh, you know, checking out. I got a chance to um, to take a couple of uh, Ronnie's classes. Actually, all three of his classes I got a chance to to take. And um, I, I like the way you roll it out, man. Like, you know, because because Mondays it was, you know, we had the weights involved that that kind of beat you up a little bit more Then then Wednesday. You know, we, we took a break from from the uh the the pounding and you know getting into the 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 shadow and the stamina and then getting into some mobility and then taking it all the way down uh on on friday with the uh the breathing and the meditation i thought that that was a very well-rounded um holistic approach to to fitness and uh i think that uh it was something that you know my clients and, and the listeners i think it's something that you're all uh, benefit from to be able to to do that, and you know, as we talk about the 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 fight training, like you 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 put some of that in there, you know, the punches and the the, the kicks, and you know, just getting used to moving uh, that way and getting it in the muscle memory, I think is uh, is very important. And I know, um, Ronnie, for our uh, our audience, that um, you had had some offers for them. Uh, to be able to to experience and 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 take your 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 training right oh absolutely um you can definitely email v f league twenty at gmail dot com that's v as in virtual f as in fitness league twenty at gmail dot com v f l league twenty at gmail dot com um we'll send you over our class schedule we'll also send you over our um our description of the classes and this week is still going on all classes are free for this week you just send over what class you want to take and we'll take and um we'll set you up with those links for those times and you just punch in pass them on to a friend family member and have a good time um after this week though we are going into charging. So all my classes are going to be $7. So the core classes ranges between 7 to $10. And um, we'll have more information at the end of the week on the complete price list of everything. But as of right now, that's what's just happening. So so real quick, just looking at the calendar, for those who are listening to uh, the recording at a later date, uh, for those who are joining on a, on a podcast, right now we're looking at um, May 6th. So uh, the rest of, of this week, uh, the 6th through the 10th, uh, the classes are free and the classes uh, will extend through next week as well, right? Uh, no, um, after 
this week what what day is friday friday <laughs> is the the eighth yeah so starting the eighth that's when it starts to be paid yeah okay we, we started the following week gotcha so already yeah so let me just be clear so starting the eighth gotcha um, yeah you when you email over for the class say if you want to take like the mantra meditation or the kundalini yoga or um or the uh, upper body hit performance class that Cody does, or the Kundalini Yoga with Sunny, or myself, the Mantra class. You would just um, you would just email over and just ask for the Venmo or Cash App or whatever, and we'll just send that over to you and just give you the access code to the class starting this Friday. Gotcha. But so, so tomorrow, all classes are what would it be in Wednesday, right? Yeah. So so Thursday, all classes are free. So gotcha. just all over. If you want to try anything Thursday, you try everything Thursday. Try all three, right? Because yeah. classes are ranging between only thirty to forty-five minutes, so it's all good, right? Uh, so you can mix and match it, right? So I would just say email over vflleague twenty at gmail dot com, and um, also follow on Instagram vflleague twenty. Um, we'll start posting pictures soon and more stuff on that, but it's definitely good to have followers there. Or just hit me up on Instagram, um, Netaru Rush, N-T-R-U-R-E-S-H. And any other of the trainers, um, you know, like it's, it's, it's just really good. But just start with that email there to get access. I think that's the best starting point. And then we'll just email over um, our class schedule and our class schedule will grow right now. We're doing like 21 classes a week. Mm, something mm-hmm. that, something that just started has 21 classes. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's great. Di- 21 dynamic classes, right? Dynamic classes. So, um, so basically that's basically like 84 classes a month. And after this month, we plan on taking it to like, I, w- I would say about 26 to 28 classes a week. Okay. So, so we'll be working out a package, like an all-access package for that. An all-access package in a, um, I guess, a particular, like, say if you only want to train with, like, a particular trainer's class. I don't know why you would not want to try different modalities to better yourself, but if that's the case, we'll be working with that, too. Mm-hmm. So all that's coming, and we'll probably have all that ready to, to launch out probably, like, most likely Friday or Saturday for the people. Yeah, so what, earlier someone was talking about just the lack of accountability uh, it, to, to motivate them. So I, I do see this as an opportunity to to have that accountability um, and, and to have uh, someone that's going to, to motivate you. Um, you know, I, I really enjoy um, all three uh, of the classes, and um, I, I do think that um, $7 is a steal for that. Uh, so I appreciate you extending that offer out to to our audience and i hope that you take advantage of it and uh before i let you go yeah um one of the things that i that i like to ask the the um i guess that come on you know just kind of in a very simplified way like you know if there was only like one exercise that you know everyone um could do uh on a on a daily basis 
to to you know especially during these times where you're you're quarantined or you have this social distancing and you have to stay in you know you have to lay low uh if there was one exercise that people can do on a regular basis to maintain uh some level of of fitness or build some type of of baseline what what would that be for you hmm i think just one that's right yeah just one (laughs) just one wow yeah all right i'll just do 30 burpees a day 30 a day 30 a day gotcha yeah yeah getting chest core um like the back of your arms your hamstrings when you gotta you know jump up and decelerate from that jump so you're getting a lot of good stuff Mm-hmm. So about 15 to 30 burpees a day. If I had to choose one move that's going to like get the body moving, mm-hmm. sweating, heart racing. So I would just say that then. if I have to choose one. Gotcha. And it's easy and you can do it anywhere. Yes. Gotcha. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, let me see if any... It- let me see if there's any uh, any more questions here. Nope, we, we answered all of the questions. So yeah, um, for everyone, we will uh, be sending out the, the replay uh, with all of uh, Ronnie's information. Um, we'll also post a fly as well so you can uh, take a look at the classes and, uh, and see which ones you want to uh, try out for free for the rest of the week. Um, uh, thanks for, uh, you know, chatting with us, staying with us. And uh, we're going to continue to try to provide you with some support during this crisis. So um, on that note, um, everyone have a good night. Stay healthy. I appreciate you, Ronnie. Hang on for a second. Someone uh, just said something here. Uh, Oh, um, uh, someone said, uh, can they have the IG for the instructors? Um, Yeah, let me um, just bring that up really quick. Really, really quick. Sorry about that. You know, it's just, it's hard to think of everything when you make conversation, right? You're like, hey. Um, so we have, my IG is um, N-T-R-U, Resh, R-E-S-H. Then um, we have, I guess you can type this in, right? Can I just type it in or something? Then yeah, we have, yeah. Tell me guys, I guess we have, we have at naturally, so at N-T-A-T-U-R-A-L-L-Y-Y-B underscore, that's Bethel. You have um, Motivation by Moses, so at Motivation by Moses. You have um, at um, Sunny Ray Yoga, S-U-N-I. R-A-Y, yoga, or one word. You have um, Violet Fire. So at Violet Fire, that's um, Kayeti. Um, you have Co-Nose, that's Kojo. So K-O dot nose, kind of like Bonos, but Co-Nose. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think that's all. That's that's a dope name. I enjoy his name. Um, then you have Cold Red, nineteen eighty nine. So Cold Red, nineteen eighty nine. And I but oh, and then we have one more. We can't forget Amina. Can't forget Amina. 
She's awesome, right? Nina's awesome. So you have um, at Ultimate Fitness, the number four, life. One word, Ultimate Fitness for life. And that's pretty much the team right now. Got you. I definitely appreciate that. Uh, thanks for having uh, coming on. And uh, definitely, um, you know, as we, we progress throughout the year, we see how things unfold. You know, it would be good to uh, have you on to, to talk about some, you know, some very specific fitness things or, you know, other, you know, protective uh, things. Because there, there's yeah, so much to talk about, man. I'm like, you know, just like seniors. The, the name is... The, the name is um, Konos, K-O. Oh, K-O. K-N-O-W. K-N-O-W. Yeah, like Konos. Oh, I got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. And um, C O dot K-N-O. Yeah. Huh? W S. Gotcha. Yes, okay. Yes, yes. Gotcha. Okay. All right. No, K O dot though. So it's K O. Okay, yo. K O. Then it's no. No. Okay. And then um and my my name is just missing a U in okay. brush. But um other than that though, like yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you so much for posting the names though. I appreciate it. oh thank you for that question. Yeah. Um, definitely nope. everybody follow them for sure. Follow me, follow us, follow we, follow follow the virtual um BF League twenty page also. So that's cool. All right, cool, man. Appreciate you. I appreciate you having me. Have a good night. Everybody. No problem. Thank you. Thank Peace. You. Peace, everyone. So that is the conclusion of our episode with Bonnie Allen of Beat Elite Fitness. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode, but most importantly, you receive value from it. And as you heard in this episode, Ronnie and some of his colleagues are launching their virtual fitness league. And at the time of this recording, they have already um, started the classes. They had the intro week and they've moved on to their regular class rate. Um, But Ronnie wanted to offer uh, our listeners a special gift. Um, And before I share that, um, Jamal and myself, we have taken some of the classes. We've taken classes with Ronnie and there was um, the yoga class with Kayeti. Um, and we really, really enjoyed the class. It's convenient um, and it's really um, just a great workout. And it's from really knowledgeable um, experts in the in the field. Yeah, I really enjoy uh, Ronnie's class. And the thing that I enjoy about it is that it's short and sweet, which mm-hmm. I think is perfect for our demographic, our clients. I think it's great because we don't have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. You know, we got, you know, our, our children, we got our, our businesses, our careers and uh, everything else. You want to be able to get in a workout that's efficient, uh, that you, you get to the point, you know, his his uh, his training routine is around 30 minutes. You know, that includes the, the warm up, the cool down. It's intense, but it's good. And uh, he modifies it. You know, he modifies it if you're more of a beginner and if you're more advanced, he can scale it up. So I, I think it's great. And uh, just like we were talking about the, the importance of moving during these times, during any time is important. But during these times, it's very important that you move 
and you don't allow yourself to become stagnant, to become stiff, right? Um, that lowers your immunity, um, increases your stress. Mm-hmm. So I think now is definitely the time to take your physical health to another level. Uh, definitely. So the special gift that Ronnie wanted to share is he's going to offer his first three classes that he offered the recording for free um, so that you can, you know, try it out, see if it's for you. Um, and, I, you know, we feel confident that you will like it. And if you're you need to implement some physical fitness, what a great way to begin. You're home already. There's something that you can do in the confines of your home. So it just like lessens and lowers any obstacles that can get in your way. So to access the free trainings, we, for our members of our private health community, this is uploaded in the member portal and you can access that at lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash membership and you log in and you can access the classes for free. For those of you who are not members of our private health community, um, you can access these trainings as well. Just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash virtual fitness. There you can opt in and we will email you those three classes that are available for a limited time. And, you know, definitely take the classes. And if it's for you, then you can continue. You sign up and you can continue on. So that is the free gift that Ronnie wanted to offer to our listeners. And we thank you, Ronnie, for doing that. Yes, we appreciate you. Ronnie, good looking out. And as I mentioned, the show notes page for this episode is lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 212. And you can access all the information there as well. So once again, thank you for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode. And until next time, live healthier. Stay healthy, everyone. Peace and blessings.